Welcome back to the Unashamed Truth Podcast, where we aim to help you understand and embrace God-centered theology. In today's episode, Grant reflects on the beautiful words of John chapter 15, where Jesus identifies himself as the vine and his people as the branches. As Grant will explain, Jesus is saying that everything that has come before finds its fulfillment in himself. You must find your identity in Christ. You must be in Christ. Let's listen to Grant as he opens the Word of God for us. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing." If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love." If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. Look at verse 1. This is the verse that really defines the rest of the passage. Jesus says, I am the true vine. Underline those first two words, I am. That is a divine statement. If you remember in Exodus chapter 3, when God asked, or when Moses asked God what his name is, God said, I am that I am. And throughout the Gospel of John, Jesus makes seven I am statements where he says, I am, and then he fills in the blank. He says, I am in John 6, the bread of life. He says, I am the good shepherd. I am the door into the sheepfold. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the light of the world. And then seventh and finally, right here, he says, I am the vine. So what's he saying in all these I am statements? He's God. Do not pass go until you understand that. That is the basis of Christianity. Jesus is not a man who assumed deity, you know, who became God, whom the Holy Spirit came upon and and he somehow became God. He's not some created being who is like God. You know, there are many people today, and, and the Mormons come to mind, who claim to worship Christ, but they do not worship him as God. True Christianity begins when we believe that he is the logos of eternity, 
The word was with God and the word was God. That's hard to understand how we have one God and three persons. But what Jesus is saying unmistakably right here is that he is the Lord, Yahweh, the God of the burning bush, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is I am. And he says, I am the true vine. Look at those words, true vine. Uh, that, that word, true, appears before the word vine in, in the Greek text. It's an important distinction Jesus is making. And his disciples would immediately understand the Old Testament referent. What Jesus is saying is he's saying here, I am the true Israel. Now stay with me. I'm gonna give you some Old Testament passages and I want you to think like a, like a Jew for a second, like a biblical theologian, all right? Uh, jot these down or you can turn with me. But in Psalm 80, we just read Psalm 83. In Psalm 80, verse eight, the psalmist says, you brought a vine out of Egypt you drove out the nations and planted it. And then if you skip down to verse 14, he says, turn again, O God of hosts, look down from heaven and see and have regard for this vine. If you turn to the right to the book of Jeremiah, chapter two, verse 21, God says, yet I planted you a choice vine Holy of pure seed, how then have you turned degenerate and become a wild vine? If you keep turning to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 15, it has an extended section on Israel as the vine and their fruitlessness and how they disobeyed God and turned from God. Look at verse six of chapter 15 of Ezekiel. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, like the wood of the vine among the trees of the forest, which I have given to the fire for fuel, so have I given up the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I will set my face against them, though they escape from the fire, the fire shall yet consume them. And you will know that I am the Lord, Yahweh, when I set my face against them, and I will make the land desolate because they have acted faithlessly, declares the Lord God." And turn back now to John 15. So Israel is the vine. Yet Israel did not produce the fruit that it was supposed to produce. So what Jesus is saying here, when he says, I am the true vine, he's saying, I am the true Israel. I am the embodiment of Israel. I will, on my part, keep the promises, and I will constitute the people of God. Here's what he means by this. Think carefully here. In the Old Testament, if you wanted to know Yahweh, if you wanted to be a part of the people of God, and you were a Moabite, like Ruth was, what would you need to do? You would need to convert, wouldn't you? You would need to come to know Yahweh, and you would need to become part of the people of Israel. You would need to start obeying the laws. You would need to start going to the temple and offering sacrifices. You would have to undergo what was called a proselyte baptism. 
And then you would have to start obeying the laws. You would need to circumcise the males in your family. All those things, wouldn't you? What Jesus is saying here is that to become a worshiper of Yahweh now, you do not need to join the people of Israel. You need to join Christ, isn't he? He's saying, look, circumcision It's no longer required. The proselyte baptism is no longer required. Now what type of baptism do we do? Christian baptism in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus is saying, if if you want to now be part of the people of God, you now join me. You now need to be united to me. And now this vine will bear fruit. Let me give you an old commentator I came across this week named William Temple. This is what he said. He said, The tree that was planted on Calvary has shoots going out into all the world. By perfectly fulfilling the mission of Israel, he released it from national limitations so that from the cross and resurrection onwards, the chosen people is the community of those whose hearts have received the divine word spoken in him. From that time on, the chosen people is the one man in Christ Jesus. So the question is, and this is such an important question, is have you been united to Christ by faith? And if you are united to to Christ by faith, then how the New Testament describes the Christian is simply two words, in Christ. That becomes your fundamental identity. You are, if you are a Christian, in Christ. Thank you for joining us today for the Unashamed Truth podcast with Grant Castleberry. Grant is the senior pastor of Capital Community Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. Find out more about Unashamed Truth by visiting our website, unashamedtruth.org. If you have benefited from this podcast, would you prayerfully consider giving to support the advance of this message? Unashamed Truth is looking for ministry partners to come alongside of us as we seek to bring God-centered theology into the hearts and lives of countless people. In order to give, please visit our website, unashamedtruth.org. Don't forget to subscribe to the Unashamed Truth Podcast so that you will never miss an episode. But until next time, it is our prayer that you continue in your journey to understand and embrace God-centered theology.